The time for defense organizations to harness the power of the cloud is now. Discover how you can leverage cloud solutions to advance your mission at Part 3 of GDIT Emerge 2021. Register today at gdit.com emerge. This episode of CostCast is brought to you by Hero Hair, the real wig experience. What was I talking about? So there was Freddie Mercury, there was Snake, who, actually, fun story, Snake got, he was uh, eliminated from one round, but then the entire audience stood up and saluted to him as he walked off stage, and it was absolutely fantastic. and welcome to Coscast. We are fresh off Kineticon, as like literally we just got back like an hour ago, mm -hmm. and uh, we are here to talk about our experience for the weekend. Today, I have myself known as White Fan Cosplay, and I also have Alex, also known as Strictly Cosplay. Annika, also known as Mega Cosplay. And Annika, fun fact, is actually my sister, and it's the first time that she's been on the show, so as per usual, I will give a minute to give to her to introduce herself. Uh, what you tell us a little bit about your cosplay? Well, I've recently taken a cosplay break, so I just got back into cosplay recently, and I've been doing great. Just done a few new cosplays, so it's getting exciting again, and I'm feeling great. <laughs> nice. How long have you been cosplaying for? Oh my gosh, uh, three years. Three years. Well, yeah. yeah, as long as me. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah we said started around the yeah. same time. Because you guys sure. both did Sao cosplays at the yeah. same time, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Back when that was really popular. I mean, that being said, <laughs> you, still, oh. you still did um, SAO for this yeah. convention, so. Yeah. Upgraded version. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but let's get right into it. Um, Kineticon, uh, first off, I should actually preface, is that um, we have been um, lucky enough for Kineticon um, to give us some press passes to cover this event, um, but they have in no way. Um, told us that how we should cover this event and they have n in no way paid us to say any specifically positive things about this event so any reviews are reflective completely by our opinions and not to be influenced by the the press passes that we were given from the event itself but I wanted to throw that out there just as acknowledgement as we did in fact get those to cover this event but that in no way impacts our opinions so just full disclosure there but yeah um, so, um, Kineticon, we've been to for a few years now, mm -hmm. um, and um, I really enjoy, I think it's one of the most underrated conventions in the New England area, to be honest. I'd say it has a mixed, uh, a mixed bag of good and bad reviews, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it, it has some things that it could work out, some kinks, there's just like some, some stuff that's, it could be easily fixed and hopefully they will fix it eventually but for the most part it's a very relaxed very comfortable con a con that isn't specifically comic book related or anime related or gaming related yeah it's it's just sort of a mesh like, like you told me earlier is it's just a nice mix of all the of, of several things like and an all genre nerd con you know exactly <laughs> yeah and it's it doesn't have uh one of the things that I have difficulty with is going to like a Comic Con, say, and having to deal with—it's it, a weird phrase to say—but deal with the normies. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, it, there's a certain, 
there's a certain respect that you show to other cosplayers or like uh, other con goers basically that we've kind of like figured out but sometimes people who are going for the first time which is usually a lot when it comes to comic cons mm-hmm. don't really know about also side note sorry about my very sultry voice right now <laughs> i was screaming a lot at the death match last night which we'll talk about later obviously mm-hmm. but uh, that's why it sounds much deeper than it usually does so you're welcome Careful. But yeah, I'd say it's. I personally really enjoy Kineticon. I love, like I, I I like the uh, convention center. I like the layout. I, it's not very difficult to maneuver around. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it's pretty close to the hotel and other hotels. And also, there's like food trucks usually around this time of year as well. Um, and it's just like a great time that you can like relax with friends and mm-hmm. cosplay and have fun and it's a really nice thing to do especially after anime boston which can be a little bit more hectic you know yeah yeah what's your thoughts on it i like kinetic a lot it's my first year by the way uh because it's really laid back and for me i'm an introvert and like like taking my small group of friends and it's not too stressful it's not like a thousand panels like so many things going on so it's yeah. it's a good hangout con i really mm-hmm. like that i feel like this con somehow manages to get a lot of the the nice like close friend vibes that you would get mm-hmm. from a smaller convention while having a lot of the amenities from a larger convention because they have some really big events they have some really big guests that come into here um they have a really good sized dealers room they have an enormous gaming room um and just a lot of things that you wouldn't see from a smaller con just based off of resources and money that this con does have but they found a way to kind of not lose that that connected you know small con vibe that you have with the people and attendees from there um and then also the the staff is really is really good too i i didn't have any issues with the staff this year um they were very good about checking badges which i will always appreciate because every time someone checks your badge that really means that just they're just reinforcing the value of your badge that you do in fact need a badge to get into the convention and that there's no way to sneak in and get around to not paying for a badge you know it still happens though sometimes i mean you can only do so much but like i feel like especially on like the last day i feel like they might get a little bit more relaxed but i know during some of the more um the like I know like Saturday evening when there'd be a lot more people around they actually had multiple layers of checkpoints which was good yeah um but one of the things that you did mention is that you feel like the the security could be improved mm-hmm. yeah um there, we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast uh, before last year there was a little bit of fiasco which was not at the con but it was sort of like a a um, it was near it where there was kind of like a uh, a panic that was uh that occurred because of like a gunshot going off or something like that. It's in Hartford, Connecticut, so it's not like the the nicest city in the world, but it's mm-hmm. also not like the absolute worst city in the world right. either. Um, but, but it had nothing to do with the convention. It didn't have anything to do with, with the convention, but there aren't there aren't any um, metal detectors at the con, which is what we're used to with bigger cons, and this is kind of right between a small con and a big con. Right they don't have bag checks mm. so it feels like it'd be pretty easy to for you know something to bring something in that they shouldn't bring in yeah um yes they do have weapons checks um but again if they're not checking like bags and that sort of thing then it's a lot easier just to bring in stuff that mm. w- could potentially be harmful to other people yeah. um and i'm not a person who absolutely loves metal detectors and bag checks and all that stuff i think they're annoying 
as all crap, but at the same time, I do respect them, and I feel like there is a genuine need to have them at mm -hmm. cons, because that's a lot of people going there, and you gotta keep them safe, and I will give Kineticon uh, some credit that they did have a lot of uh, security officers walking mm -hmm. around, um, uh, a lot of cops and stuff, right? Which was so. So more about the security checkpoints rather than the, more like the checkpoints as opposed to like the security within the con. Gotcha. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I feel like nothing's bad's happened. Like, like just to be clear, like nothing bad has happened security-wise at Kineticon. But it's not about the fact that anything bad has happened. It's about being there in case of something bad would yeah, happen. Definitely. Because it's it's not a big deal until something big happens. Yeah. You know, and we it's the whole point about security is being proactive you yeah. know and just like being ready for a situation that could arise and being there to prevent it because it only takes one really bad situation that could be really easily resolved by a little proactiveness that could actually end up resulting in the cancellation of an entire event like this yeah looking back on it i do kind of get why they don't have security checkpoints like that because there's no comfortable place to put them yeah. you're basically going you're going straight into the con from outside. There's no like large space that is comfortable for people to be in where they can just get in line and then go in through security where it'll take absolutely forever. Like for example, Fan Expo and PAX East, they have the, uh, what's the convention center in Boston that they hold that at? Do you remember? Um, Heinz? Was it not the Heinz? The Heinz is for Anime Boston. Anime Boston, okay. They have that inside of the, of the mall, inside <coughs> the, the convention center mm -hmm. so everyone is comfortable you're able to get a fair amount of people like in the rows and lines and that sort of thing um and it's also in march slash april mm -hmm. so it's a lot more easy it's a lot easier for them to deal with uh that sort of thing without it having to be a hassle um same thing with pax east it's yes it's outside but it's also earlier in the year where it's not blazing hot like it was this weekend yeah and there's an overhang from the convention center that does provide shade um, but with this con, it, there's not really a good place for that, and also, it is absolutely blazing hot, oh, and there's no yeah. there's no good place for them to have security checkpoints like that. So, I kind of get why they don't have it. I, I like I wish that there was a little bit more um, security like that, but at the same time, there's like there's no place to put it basically. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so what, what's your thoughts on Annika? I feel like it's kind of important to the point where they should kind of figure out a solution sometime soon before something bad happens. But I also understand the inconvenience mm -hmm. of finding a place to put it. Yeah, there's a lot of like trying to balance the line of yeah. making people happy while also like keeping priorities in line. And yeah. Like that. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's really the only concern that I can think of. Really, it's all positive things uh, besides that. And like again, it's kind of hard to say it's a negative because it's a preemptive measure. They're not, they're not technically doing anything. Nothing bad has happened from it yet. It's right. just about, it's, it's something that's like a good idea to have. You know, I mean, they've got everything. Like I said, they have tons of security actually in the convention, which is good. And in fact, I'd say more so than I've seen in other conventions. So it's not like it's not on their mind. Right. I think just the checkpoint process could be strengthened, you know, and maybe there's different solutions. Maybe instead of having metal detectors or maybe just doing just a bag check, you know, maybe not yeah. doing something like that. Like if you yeah. just do a bag check, maybe that's a little bit more manageable. Yeah. But you know, it's something at least to consider, you know. Um but um as an as an attendee I never felt uh 
threatened, you know, or just like I did. It's kind of a weird thing, right? I you never felt unsafe. I never yeah. felt yeah. I never felt yeah. unsafe. So I can understand why people think, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But all it takes one situation exactly. to make it all crazy. So mm. it is kind of a it is kind of a, a tricky one. But um, but again, like we're being like nitpicky here. That's like the only thing that yes. I can think of as yes, the things that could be improved or um, whatnot. Were there more options for uh, getting into the con for uh, people who are disabled this year as opposed to last year? Because I, I know that, that was a little bit of a problem. Like uh, two years ago was a problem. Last year, I believe they fixed it. I didn't hear any complaints, and I believe that continued this year. So okay. that's that was that's a that was an older problem that I believe they've addressed. And yeah, I in fact I I didn't see any elevators or escalators being broken down the entire weekend, which that's is really true. impressive. That's true, yeah, because yeah. that happens a lot. I just everywhere so and they're really good about clearing the stairs and making sure there's pathways for people which was yeah. as annoying as it was to move but it's important yeah and what, what's nice is that they could just be like hey you guys have to get off the entire stairway right but no they understand yeah. that a lot of this not sometimes it's easier just to like sit down on one side of the stairs mm -hmm. so they say okay just move to this side and then you guys will be good yeah. so I appreciate that about them for sure yeah um, I really enjoy um, I, I feel like they're a very organized con. I, I do see definitely a lot of work from the staff members to make this a well-oiled machine in every way they can. Their panels are really good quality, especially for this. Like, you're getting a really good bang for your buck when it comes to the oh, panels absolutely. here. Uh, production quality is really up there. Yeah, also, the uh, I don't know if we mentioned, the price of this is really fair. Like, yeah. I think it's like... Um, I'm trying to remember how much did you because I know with early bird pricing you can get a really it was like seventy five for a weekend pass but then we had a discount code so mine came to like fifty five okay wow. and I believe the early bird is also around that same That's price true, yeah so if you if you guys are like ahead of time you can get the ticket for I'm pretty a sure it's already open for twenty twenty yeah. yeah so yeah jump on that you save a save a good a good lump of change you know but even then like seventy five dollars for a weekend is not bad and this mm -hmm. even though this isn't I don't know if it's officially a four-day con or a three-day con because I thought it was a three-day con, but then I saw some dates saying yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that too. So um, I don't uh, because like they do have the pre-buyship, but anyways, a lot of people will treat this as a four-day con. So for like for basically three and a half days worth of convention, that's a great price. Absolutely. You know? yeah. mm -hmm. um, and again, because like the quality is up there, um, there's lots of like a level of quality cosplay is also up there and also like like we mentioned with the multi-genre con mm -hmm. it really makes this con unique and i don't think that really can be understated because there's some really cool stuff that i've only seen at Kineticon. you know when you go into the dealer's room it's a much more variant thing it's kind of like a cool cal like palette cleanser where yeah. you know just a little bit of everything same thing with the cosplays i've seen a lot of unique specific cosplays at this con that yeah, i've never seen anywhere else so you said you you said that the panels were very high quality. Can you explain like were there any panels that you went to that you could uh, have as an example? Well, for instance, um, the death match. Yeah, I mean everybody loves death match. Well, and I don't know if that counts as a panel. That was more like an that's event. That's a main event. Yeah, yeah. A main well, yeah, event. but just events and when I say panel, I'm also including events okay. and just how the, how they run all that kind of stuff. Like the panels is less dependent on the convention and more dependent on the people who run the panel. So that's kind of that's a harder true. thing to judge. Um, so when I look at the the events and the stuff that the convention controls, mm -hmm. I'm looking to more like the big things like that. And they've all had a very good reputation with that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they also have a good, they continue to have that like awesome wide range of selection of panels because it is multi-genre. And also something I really appreciate is that this is one of the few cons that lets users submitted um,
cosplay photo shoots, like group photo shoots to take place so you can communicate it with the event and they will make it into an official schedule so people can see where that. I think Anime Boston has done that from time to time. I feel like that's, I've, I've had a much harder time with Anime Boston and them doing the Kineticon. Kineticon is a very smooth process mm -hmm. for, hey, I want to do a group photo shoot. They have a, a spot on their website. You go there. It's been really easy to set up. I've done it in the past um, and I've really enjoyed that process and anyone can do it, you know. Um, that's a cool thing that I wish more conventions would do and these guys are right on top of it, so um, Yeah, awesome um, So with that uh, I'd like to take a quick moment to uh, give a spotlight to our sponsor of this episode of Coscast being here or here So take a second to hear more about them This episode of Coscast is brought to you by Hero Hair, the real wig experience Hero Hair creates high-definition, feature-film-grade, lace-front custom cosplay wigs, facial hair applications, and hairpiece applications directly from the cosplayer's inspired imagination. This, is, this includes full, screen-accurate reproduction pieces down to the very last discernible detail. These one-of-a-kind custom pieces are crafted by hand, specifically to the head shape, facial structures, and scalp typography of the client in order to elevate the client's wig to match the quality of the cosplay build itself and complete the transformative illusion of cosplay of the client's hero from any genre imaginable, whether it be movies, television, comics, historical, animation, and anime, and even original concepts. Our company was founded and is run by established entertainment industry wig masters and hair artisans, all currently working at the top levels of their fields. With wig and hair credits spanning feature film, television, and theaters, these elite professionals bring with them a combined total of more than 100 years of experience in crafting one of the most complex and often misunderstood aspects of cosplay, the transformative illusion of the wig, and the literal and figurative crown of cosplay. Thank you, Hero Hair, for sponsoring this episode of CosCast. All right, thank you, Hero Hair, for sponsoring this episode and the entire season of Coscast. Now that we've talked about what we thought about the convention and how it's run and the organization, let's talk about some more personal experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'll just kind of like say this. We'll, we'll find more specific things, but I think one thing we should just get out right out of the way, one of our favorite things in many of the conventions is the deathmatch mm -hmm. being yes, the main event. Yes. And now how about you explain about why your voice is the way it is, eh? So my voice is amazing like this because <laughs> here's the thing we had two friends who are doing a uh, cosplay duo mm -hmm. for the deathmatch and if you don't understand the deathmatch rules it's basically you have a group of cosplayers who go up against each other and then the crowd determines who they want to move on to the next round basically by yelling and shouting for whoever they are uh, whoever they want to win basically so one tr if uh, there's like a guy on stage he'll hold his hand over one group and then people yell for them, and then he'll hand, have his hand over the other group, and then people yell for them, and whoever's louder will move on to the next round. Uh, so we were given our all because our friends were doing um, Alphonse and Edward Elric from Fomat Alchemist, um, and they're very good friends of ours. Actually, one of them is our friend Sav, who was uh, actually rooming with us as yeah. well. Um, he actually let me try on his armor too for <laughs> Alphonse, which was really fun. Uh, but yeah, we were uh, we really wanted to see them progress and move forward into the deathmatch, and we had a ton of friends, and uh, uh, including uh, one of the contestants' uh, parents were there, and we were all just like yelling our hearts out out for them, and 
it was hard. It was really, really hard because there was a lot of really good cosplayers on there. A lot of great oh, yeah, characters. A lot of like characters that we all like really appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, and it was yeah, it was difficult because we want to see them all succeed, but then they pair up against each other, and just like you gotta choose, yeah. and it's hard. Um, so that's why I was yelling because I, I definitely want to see my friends move on to the next round, and the next round. Um, and do you mind if I talk about yeah. how far they got? Um, oh, yes. So they were able to move on to the final round, which was no small feat considering the fact that the con the cosplayers there were absolutely phenomenal. Great selection oh. too. Including so. just like regular sort of meme cosplays oh per se. Oh my word, yes. Like a uh, Freddie Mercury Deadpool, basically. <laughs> oh he got word. so far. Skeletor, I mean, come on. Yeah, that or, or, was, oh, I was so worried about that one. What's the guy's name? Snake uh, from, <laughs> what's, well, his, what's he from? Uh, he is from, um, crap, I'm now blanking on it. I know he's in Smash, but that's not what he's originally from. He's from um, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid, Solid. okay. And then uh, freaking Bulby from Jimmy Homer, Neutron. It took yeah. me a second, and then I'm like, wait, I know who this is, my childhood, yes. I haven't watched that show, so I didn't know. I, I, I kind of know the cosplayer. Uh, he told me that he was in a death match and he was doing that character. I'm like, I don't know who that is. And then everyone was absolutely loving him the entire way through. Um, but yeah, uh, who, who was I talking about? So there was Freddie Mercury, there was Snake, who actually, fun story, Snake got, he was uh, eliminated from one round, but then the entire audience stood up and saluted to him as he walked off stage, and it was absolutely fantastic. I have not played his game, I have not played his character in Smash Bros, but I saluted him too. I was <laughs> like, this Same, is yeah, amazing. I want to be a part of this. Mad respect. Yeah. The, the crowd was really really good oh, for this event they came great. in and they brought it this was the best crowd that i've seen and from what i've heard from people who have been there longer than me one of the best crowds i've seen in years and i think one of the things that's attributed uh, to that is they actually moved it later which at first mm -hmm. i thought that oh, why would they move it later i like i don't want to yeah, have this tough. later but i will admit after going to it my mind was immediately changed because one of the problems that i was always having about the previous time being i believe 6 p.m Mm -hmm. um, which was now switched to 8 p.m. I was like, wow, why is it so late? But then, after going there, I realized one of the problems I was always having in the past was it was kind of the awkward thing, right? You would Even though 6 p.m. isn't like cutting into dinner time, mm -hmm. you'd want to show up early, yeah. like oh, 5. Yeah. And it's like, well, that means you would have to get dinner around like 4 or 4.30. And like, hey, sometimes it just doesn't work like that. You sometimes you got shoots, you got stuff, and you just kind of miss it. So like, oh, i got to get to the death match. But then halfway through this match, you're just like, Gosh, I'm starving. Yeah. It's like you just like people just have to leave for food and stuff like that. So, and then there's other events going on too. So mm -hmm. I think that making it later, just just a little bit later, kind of really pushes it out of that dinner time zone, and then also gives more breathing room to other events that are going on. Really allowing this to be the true main event that it is, and I think that the crowd um, was really here for it because I've yep. seen a lot of people after the first round leave, not because they weren't interested, but just because like they had other things that they wanted to do. It, but this time, I saw very few people leave, mm -hmm. and I was very, very impressed. We had by like that. a full house too. It was like yeah. a full house the entire way, and that's oh, an impressive absolutely. feat because this is like a two-hour event. So yeah. to get yeah. all these people to stick around for like two hours, that's really freaking hard to do. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. how good your event is, that's hard to do. So sometimes you get to the point where like not this year obviously but you would be waiting until your friend or family up there got eliminated and then you'd be like okay let's go get dinner yeah, yeah. you don't really care anymore um but yeah one of the things that was really interesting was that the the host of the death match mookie, mookie oh, he's great he is a meme in disguise <laughs> um he something that he mentioned was basically the death match 
creates itself and he has to do very very oh, little yeah. and it's true because the audience just does stuff like they'll have music playing during the fight and yeah. the elimination and then everyone will join in and sing along and he'll make dad jokes and everyone will laugh or groan <laughs> um and yeah it was like the the whole snake uh, snake thing was yes, fun. Yes. um but our friends got to the final round going back very far back <laughs> uh they got to the final round and they were they got second place we were we screamed our absolute I stood on my minds chair out. Yep, we I had a screeched. We had a couple of people. We definitely had a couple of people just doing that. And that's why my voice is like this again. Um and yeah, unfortunately they got second place. We would have liked to see them have first place. But if they had to lose to anybody, I was okay with who they lost to <laughs> because it was Uncle Ava uh, Uncle Iroh from Avatar the Last Airbender. It's like, okay, he, he, he he's he, he, he's absolutely perfect you know <laughs> you, you, you can't hate Iroh like you want that guy to succeed in everything so it, he was perfect person to win I, I, I obviously I want my friends to win but mm -hmm. if anybody had to beat them it'd be him so and he did nice yeah but they they did very very well and we I think not to toot our own horns, but we did very, very well. We were <laughs> oh, trying so hard. You can tell hard. by your voice that you tried hard. Yeah. I apparently am not able to shout the correct way. One of my friends said, yeah, you're not supposed to use your throat. You're supposed to use it like deep inside you. I'm like, well, Too late my for bad. That. <laughs> a little late for that, yeah. Hey, now you tell me. <laughs> Monica, what was some? What was something you enjoyed about the con that was besides the death match? Um, do the food, uh, the food trucks count? Well, I mean that's kind of outside the okay. convention, but um, let me think. Besides the death match, the I really, room. I was just gonna say the gaming room dance dance revolution was amazing, especially as Chile Miguel. That yep. was so great. Yeah, I mean, come on, like that gaming room is huge, and even great. like definitely one of the best gaming rooms around. Yeah. So def that definitely kudos to you. And guys like having that. that available with the low price of the ticket was great. Like mm -hmm. you have so much available too. Yeah, nice. you usually have to pay like at least a couple bucks to play games like yeah. that for a little while and you just had to stay in line for this yeah. time and again like you said doing it as Tulio and Tulio and Miguel from the Road to El Dorado which is cosplays that we just debuted mm. at this con and it was very very popular not to our own horns <laughs> but it was great um, uh, yeah doing that like that was a ton of fun just, great, just yeah. doing meme stuff basically yes, like yes, even yes. just playing uh, drums as Tulio oh, and Miguel yeah. it just fun, felt too. so fitting and it was very is embracing the character. Yeah, it was like it, it just felt right. It felt <laughs> good. Anything that you enjoyed? Well, I enjoyed that. I mean, <laughs> besides that we've already mentioned. Uh, I mean, I like the attention as a cosplayer. I mean, that always feels good. <laughs> uh, I also really, I really enjoyed the FMV contest. Mm. Uh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I think is cool because we see a lot of AMV contests mm -hmm. being anime. Just anime. Yeah. But this, this one's just everything. So. Yeah, it's a mix, and it, it's it has like you know anime to. Uh, trailers or movies or like TV shows and that sort of thing, um, just like voiceovers and that and, and yada yada. yada. Um, and yeah, it was a great time. Again, our friend who actually cosplayed Edward Elric in the death match also put an FMV in, which was Full Metal Alchemist as well, <laughs> and that won uh, Judge's Choice Award. Yeah, yes, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Not gonna lie, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we all hustled, hustled for that. We were just like, yeah, we got to support. We got to see which one's the best. <laughs> and let's face it, that one was pretty good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was. That was definitely enjoyable. It's it's just fun to see the creativity mm -hmm. and 
like hard work that people put into just editing and syncing the music to different oh scenes. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I, I don't know. Like I, <laughs> I forget about scenes after I watch them like, like five the minutes best, later. The best editing one, the one that won oh the best my, editing that card. Was Jeez, I was like my mind was just racing. Which was one like, was that? Again? It was a glitchy it was the, one with yeah, all the layers. Like the e, I oh, like, I wanted to have like you know, I thought I was gonna have a seizure or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. crazy um, something that I like to throw in there that we haven't mentioned yet is you mentioned like the game room but there's also another game room that's a tabletop uh, game yes, room yes. that I really enjoy because it's a nice place to escape for a while, little while have a more chill time um, I know we didn't use it as much this year as we have in years past but we've definitely used a, a room a lot it's also a nice place to go to if you're just like in cosplay and you're looking to chillax for a little bit it's a little bit cooler in there they've got water right outside the door that yes, was that, a lifesaver yeah so um, it's really nice it's just a nice tabletop it's a good sized tabletop room mm -hmm. just do whatever you want they have tons of free board games to try out and also right outside of it they actually have a lot more bigger scale things that they actually have vendors demoing for you which is pretty cool as well yeah. um, so I actually really enjoyed that area and if you didn't see that that's actually in it's right across the way in the Marriott um, the host hotel that they're mm -hmm. using for some of their areas as well so I definitely recommend checking that out and it's a good time to have with friends you know you want to um, you want to have a fun game with friends, whether you brought a game or you want to try the game that they have there. It's a good time, and I definitely recommend doing that. Yeah, I can't emphasize enough how much, how great this con is for friends. Yeah. Oh yes, this, absolutely. And they, re yeah, they really do host a great environment for that. Yeah. You know, like it's well, there's a great, there's a lot of great places for photo shoots and oh, you know, definitely. Um, yeah. Getting the right, you know, areas for your cosplay in general mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. I mean, we found a fountain that was absolutely perfect uh, for yes. Miguel and Tulio. Yes. <laughs> Tulio and Miguel, impressed. What was what's the saying? Mighty and powerful. Mighty gods. and powerful gods. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just like a lot of really cool places that are very convenient for just a little walk away from the hotel, uh, not the hotel, the convention center. Mm. Um, uh, but like like we said, it's a very relaxed con, mm -hmm. especially compared to the the um just like it, it, just, it feels like you're rushing like 100 miles an hour when you're yeah. at anime boston or katsu con or places like that and with this one it's like you know what we're taking our time yeah. we're chilling we're enjoying ourselves and it's interesting because i don't know exactly how they how they change that you know but whatever they're doing something right i couldn't mm. i don't know what's going on behind the scenes that really fosters that type of environment but they're definitely doing something different that's noticed yeah you know? So, um, yeah. For example, like we went to our hotel room multiple times just to either change, take a break. Like it's super chill. You don't feel pressured to be in your cosplay the whole time. It's more yeah. about like just enjoying it with your friends. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I can't re recommend this con enough. Personally, I feel like it's a lot of undervalued. I know some people um, kind of like hear either here or there about it. But honestly, I think it's a great deal. I think there's a lot of advantages to it. I think it's unique in the fact that it's one of the only multi-genre cons that I know of, especially in New England. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's full of great staff and great people. So mm -hmm. freaking go. <laughs> yeah, oh, what the heck, dude? So, yeah. Next year. But, you know. I know, right? Gotta wait an entire year for this <laughs> I know, right? Hopefully it's cooler next time. I know, right? I'll bring an umbrella. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Coscast. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias, and make sure you check us out at geekkind.tv to see all of our content. And until next time, stay kind, geeks.
are the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, this is Gabby Douglas. If you have an active lifestyle like me, hydration is key. That's why I love the Hydration Watermelon Smoothie from Smoothie King. Blended with whole fruits, coconut water, and more electrolytes than some of the leading sports drinks. Hydration Watermelon is the cleaner way to hydrate with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. So you can recover and perform at your peak ability during the summer heat. Order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.